I'm your host, Dave, and welcome to the Fairball Podcast. Alright everyone, welcome to episode 2 of the Fairball Podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed last night's ball game, but if you didn't catch it, we are going to recap it right here on the Fairball Podcast. So let's get right into it with last night's game where the Philadelphia Phillies versed the Milwaukee Brewers in game 2 of 4 of the series at Citizens Bank Park. And so starting off in the top of the first inning, Daniel Vogelbach singled to center field, which brought in Colton Wong. And that put the Brew Crew up one zip over the Phillies. Aranola really had some trouble in the first inning. I believe he threw 30 pitches and didn't look his sharpest out of the gate, to say the least. Um, But fast forward to the bottom of the first inning. Andrew McCutcheon answered back with a solo home run. And that would tie things up one to one. Going on to the bottom of the third, Andrew McCutcheon came up again and hit his second home run of the game, and that would put the Philadelphia Phillies up 2-1, to one, both of McCutcheon's home runs being solo shots. And this third inning was really where the game was broken open with the scoring, and with JT and Alec Bohm on base, Didi came up and delivered a base hit to center field on an off-speed pitch on the outside part of the plate, and that plated Real Muto, putting the Phillies up 3-1 to one over the Brew Crew. And then with Bohm and Didi on base, Brad Miller came up to the plate. A first pitch fastball up and in, and Bamboo Brad clobbered it over the right field fence, and that would put the Philadelphia Phillies up 6-1 to one over the Milwaukee Brewers. And pressing the fast forward button once again, uh, we will go to the seventh inning. Nola was done after six innings of work. He pitched over 110 pitches and his pitching line is as followed. Six innings pitched, five hits, one earned run, two walks, and 10 strikeouts. So it's always good when we can see the double digit strikeouts from Nola. He really did hunger down after that extended first inning. But next up, let's talk about Brewers starting pitcher Eric Lauer who was also done after six innings of work, and his pitching line is as followed. Six innings pitched, eight hits, six runs, two earned, and seven punchies. Uh, Eric Lauer, he just missed his location, and, well, the Phillies lineup made him pay for it. And maybe this is the Phillies lineup kind of waking up a little bit, and really, I hope so. But uh, moving on, I have a nugget of the game for everyone once again. And so, Eniel De Los Santos was recalled to the Major League Club, and Joe Girardi went to use him in the seventh inning, but Enyel couldn't pitch because he wasn't on the lineup card. And this resulted in David Hale having an extended warm-up toss with Romuto prior to the start of the seventh inning. So I, I kind of thought this was weird, right? You don't see this a whole lot in the game of uh, baseball in general. And so, of course, Joe Girardi had to change up the game plan and going to David Hale uh, was not exactly the best move in the game, to say the least. Um, so Hale struggled mightily with his command and couldn't even get a single out in the seventh inning, resulting in being pulled with no one out. And so his pitching line is as follows. Uh, zero innings pitched, two hits, and three earned runs. And that inflates his ERA to 657 I believe he went into last night's game with around a four and a half ERA, so tack on two more. 
not exactly looking good for David Hale. Hopefully he can get it together sometime soon. But Jojo Romero was called on from the bullpen to pitch an inning and a third and only allowed one earned run on a two-run jack to Jackie Bradley Jr. And so this would make the game interesting, but the Phillies would still lead 6-5 to five against Milwaukee. And in the eighth inning, Jojo Romero went out for a third of an inning. And then the Phillies, Sam Coonrod was called on to get the last five outs of the ballgame. And in the ninth inning, Coonrod got into a jam with Pablo Reyes and Travis Shaw getting base hits. And so, of course, you have two runners on. And stepping up to the plate would be Jackie Bradley Jr. Would he be able to save the day for the Brewers? Not this time, as he flies out to left field to end the game. And so the Phils win another nail-biter, 6-5 over the Brew Crew. And so Aaron Nola gets the decision. He gets the win. He is 3-1 now on the season with a 2.89 ERA. And Eric Lauer received the loss. And that puts him at 1-1 with a 1.64 ERA. And so the Phillies are now 15-15 on the season. And this puts them first in the National League East. 0.5 games ahead of the second place Nationals. And the Brewers fall to 17 and 13, second in the National League Central, 0.5 games behind the first place Cardinals. And so, of course, just to talk about it a little bit, uh, the National League East has been pretty mediocre with a lot of the players underperforming, to say the least. And I think that's why nobody's really taken off in the division as of yet. And plus, you know, they're all pretty solid teams. We're just waiting for a few teams to really break out and separate from the rest in the division, hopefully one of those being the Phillies. But uh, moving on, big credit goes to the Phillies lineup for mounting runs early and Aaron Nola for being able to settle down and pitch six innings. And so starting the discussion off with Aaron Nola, why does he run into inconsistencies where he can't locate as well in the beginning of the game. And now this isn't the first time that this happened this season and in prior seasons. And so it might be a warm-up routine issue, possibly. Uh, maybe he's not getting enough pitches in his warm-up to be able to really warm up because you're seeing that throughout the game. Noah seems to be able to settle down and his stuff seems to get better in ball games. Maybe he needs to shift his focus onto something else. Hopefully Caleb Cotham can work that out with Nola as the Phillies keep fighting for sole possession of first place in the National League East. Moving on, let's talk about Brad Miller who hit the three-run shot in the game. He kept on fighting and hit that three-run shot and he wrapped it around that right field foul pole. And so really, that was just the amount of runs that the Phillies needed to uh, secure the dub in last night's ballgame. So kudos to Brad Miller for the three-run tank shot. And then Didi Gregorius, he just keeps on hitting. And so I believe in every game in May, Didi has at least a hit. And so let's cross our fingers and hope that Didi keeps on the right track. And now moving on, another player that we talked about yesterday in Roman Quinn he keeps on hitting as well. I believe he was one for one in last night's contest. Uh, really hope that he keeps this up. Roman Quinn was really in a rut, uh, not being able to hit a beach ball, to say the least, but now seems to be able to hit baseballs, which is nice to hear. And then Nick Maton, uh, one of my Philly favorites right now, he, he seemed to struggle against the slider in last night's contest, just from what I could tell, but uh, he was still able to get a base hit. So uh, that's always nice to hear as well. 
and Sam Coonrod. Uh, personally, I think that Coonrod will get the remainder of the series off against the Brewers as he tosses two and two-thirds innings to help secure some much-needed Phillies wins. And so you have to keep guys like him healthy. So getting some rest would be key for Coonrod and the Phillies bullpen. And some good news, Jose Alvarado should return from his two-game suspension as of the game tonight. This would be good for the Phillies as Coonrod looks to rest. Hopefully, he can throw more strikes and keep Milwaukee from scoring later on in games. So having a guy like Jose Alvarado would really serve good for this Phillies bullpen. You know, if you want to give Sam Coonrod some nights off, then you can call on another fireballer, sinker, ball pitcher, whatever you want to call it, in Jose Alvarado to come on and pitch some innings. And now let's talk about news around the league. Huascar Yanoa. Young starting pitcher of the Atlanta Braves mashed a grand slam to dead center against the Nationals going over 420 feet. He's been successful on both sides of the ball this season. And could he be the next Shohei Otani? Maybe that's the big question. Um, Of course, being a Phillies fan, uh, I would not like to see that happen because uh, Phillies pitching does not need Huascar Yanoa to take uh, any Phillies pitcher second deck. So uh, Huascar... Uh, I mean, I wish you the best, but the Phillies, they they really don't need it, <laughs> especially in this division. But um, another young starter in Dylan Cease of the White Sox went 3-for-3 three three in last night's contest against the Reds and threw an absolute gem, striking out 11 batters. He had a perfect game through five innings, and a side note, two of his three hits were to the opposite field, and one of them was a double. And so Dylan C seems to be really swinging the bat well, despite being an American League pitcher, and he's a younger pitcher at that. So just being able to have a guy who's serviceable on both sides of the ball is, well, amazing. And just from these two uh, storylines with Huascar Yanoa and Dylan Cease, I mean, that to me just speaks to National League pitchers and um, having the traditional uh, NL pitchers hitting in NL games, you know, like that whole spiel. I mean, I could go on forever in another episode of the podcast, but let's keep the National League pitching hitter rule, whatever you want to call it. Let's keep it alive. Okay. Because these pitchers need to keep hitting and we're seeing good things come from it with Huascar Yanoa and Dylan Cease. And I mean, just talking about Shohei Otani, he's you know, just on another planet in terms of the amount of power that he has in his bat. So if we're able to have other pitchers who can rake at the plate, it makes the game interesting. So why not? And I know a lot of people would be like, well, uh, pitchers don't usually hit for the most part. There are only a select few that can hit the ball. And so that is true, but I still think that it makes the game interesting. Of course, that is just my take. Uh, you can let me know what you think on my Twitter, at the Pod. But moving on, some more news. The Mets announced that Jacob deGrom was scratched from his start yesterday due to inflammation in his right lat. He is the best pitcher in baseball, and seeing this happen to a team that really needs him is... Well, tough to watch, and I guess that kind of stuff happens when you throw 100-plus miles per hour, especially as a starter who can go deep in a ballgame. So, you know, it's not good news for the Mets, of course. For the Phillies, this is tremendous news as this allows them to capitalize on opportunities, but I I don't know if the Mets will be without him for a while. I I guess time will tell. Uh, If this is just some inflammation in his right lat, hopefully he's not out for too long for uh, the Mets' sake. 
Um, so Jacob deGrom, uh, get well soon for the Mets. But as for the Phillies, let's just keep on rolling and let's get those wins. But um, just talking about the next Phillies game, uh, that will be tonight at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time versus the Brewers, and that will be game three of four in the series. And so Chase Anderson, who is 1-3 with a 5.40 ERA and 19 strikeouts, will verse Freddie Peralta, who is 3-0 with a 2.25 ERA and 45 punches. So, of course, Peralta having a very good start to the season. Uh, as opposed to Chase Anderson. But to be honest with you, I don't think Chase Anderson is bad. Of course, that start versus the Rockies really inflated his ERA, and he really hasn't worked that deep into ball games. But I really do think that that's because he's in the back of that rotation, and, you know, some at-bats require more pitches than others for Chase Anderson. So hopefully he can hunker down tonight and really get some outs. And the funny thing is, Chase Anderson is a former player who used to play on the Milwaukee Brewers. So this will be a fun little contest. But I guess we'll see how the Brewers feel about Chase Anderson being on the Philadelphia Phillies and what kind of reception uh, Chase will get from the Brewers team. Um, But you can watch this game on NBC Sports Philadelphia Plus, and you can listen on 94WIP or WTTM 1680 and Espanol. And as of right now, the podcast is still in the process of becoming available on multiple platforms. I'll keep everyone updated on the availability and where you can find the episodes. But for right now, we are still only available on Anchor and Spotify. We will get to many more platforms soon enough, so stay tuned. But thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And if you like this episode or the entirety of the episodes that I've released thus far, then make sure to let me know on my Twitter and leave a follow as well on any platforms that you listen on. But for right now, this has been your host, Dave, with the Fairball Podcast. Podcast.